Greetings, good morning, good afternoon, good day, good evening, whatever time you get to listen to the Water Your Gift podcast. My name is Sanele Mahlaba. Thank you so much for joining us even today. Today, we want to speak about should you withhold your gift? It is, is the platform good enough for your greatest gift, for your most amazing gift, for your first class level of service? Should you then withhold it? Should you then wait for the right time? What then should you do with your greatest gift? Should we then withhold our gift? I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. If you are in the environment where people do not understand your gift, should you save it for people that do understand? If you know that you are the best in providing a certain service, but the people or the audience that you're serving or the kind of clients that you're serving are a low-level kind of client, or should I say, if you know that the service that you provide is for first class and you are in the position or in the stage where you serving second or third class or last class, should you then withhold your gift for it is not the right audience? If you have prepared your best performance, but then you get a small audience, if you have prepared your world-class performance and you get a village kind of audience, what do you then do? Do you withhold? Not because you do not value the people, but do you withhold and keep and preserve for a later time? Does your your service get wasted if you serve the wrong people? Does your service get distorted or corrupt just because the kind of people that you are serving is not the kind of people that you are prepared for or they are under the level of the service that you can provide or they simply do not appreciate or you do not think that they appreciate? There are times, I'll tell you myself, there are times where I knew that the message as a preacher that I have is powerful where I knew that the message that I had was great. And when I went to a church to preach, I only find two or three people or five people to the maximum. And I asked God and I said, is this great message for just these few people? Should I save this message? Because I feel like I'm wasting the message. And this is when I started preaching. But I later realized that the message is meant for whoever is meant for. And whether it's one person or two two people, I still preach the same message. Let me tell you a secret about your gift. Let me tell you a secret about your gift today, about your service today. First of all, I want to tell you that your service is different, that your service is unique. 
whatever that you bring to the table through your gift, through your purpose, through your calling, nobody can bring it like you do. Nobody can do like you do. I'm not saying, get, get me right, I'm not saying that your service, I'm not saying that you are better than anybody else. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that your service is unique. That's the first thing that you need to understand about your gift, is that it is unique. Just like your fingerprint is unique. Even if you are an identical twin, but your fingerprints are still unique. Your fingerprints are still different. So is your gift. There are thousands, actually there are millions of preachers out there. But the way that I preach is unique, is different than anybody else who can be speaking the same message, who can be preaching from the same Bible, who can preach the same verse. But my preaching will always be different. Not better, different. It is better because it is different, because it is for my audience. But now what about the case where you're not sure whether the audience that you're speaking to is the right audience? Should you save it? Should you hone your gift and say I'm saving it for the right audience? For the right audience. Now, I'll tell you something about a gift. Your gift is like a seed. Your gift is not something that is tangible. Your service is not something that can be touched, can be felt, nor can be smelt. Your gift is something that cannot be seen. Your gift is something that cannot be seen. That's why even when people, even if you can get retrenched or fired at work, they will never get a person like you. They can replace you, but they will never get a person like you. They can get even a person who's more experienced by you, but, than you, but they will never get a person like you because you serve differently. They will never, because you serve differently. And your gift is not something that can be touched. It is not something that can be taken or stolen by someone else. Even if you have a mentor and a mentee, even if you have a mentee, someone who will look at each and every step that you take and they almost do everything like you do, they will never be you. They will never be you. That's, that's the reason why you should not hold back because your gift is better than what can be seen. It's better than what can be seen. You can be a waiter and you provide the service to your clients or the guest of the hotel or the restaurant. But there's something that makes you, you unique. There's something that the other person cannot take away from you. They can speak better than you. They can be able to 
stand longer than you, but they will never have the gift that you have. Because your gift cannot be seen, nor can be touched, nor can be stolen. Your gift, let me tell you about your gift today, so that you do not think that anybody can steal it, so that you do not think that can, anybody can take it away from you, so that you do not think that when you serve to the public, someone else can take it and use it, and use it somewhere else. I once heard a story of someone who is now one of the greatest comedian and one of uh, um, the greatest personality in the world that he used to write his comedies and write it. Then there was another person who took those comedies and used them in a public place, used them somewhere else because this person was not able to get there or this person did not know about that public platform. So this person would write them. But when he found out about this place, this person who used to take the comedies which he did not write and play them, do not know about him right now. He's not known, he's not to be found. Nobody knows about him. But the person who wrote them but couldn't deliver them because he did not know that he can deliver them in a public platform and make a career out of it is the one who is doing it even up to this day because your gift cannot be stolen. You can write down your songs and someone take your song and, and, and your songs and sing them, but they cannot sing it like you sing them because your gift cannot be stolen. Your gift cannot be corrupted. Your gift cannot be touched. Your gift was installed to you just like a seed is sown into the ground. That's your gift. That is your gift. You are the ground of the seed of your gift. And whatever that you produce, whatever that can be seen after you have provided your service, whatever that can be seen after you have performed your gift, whatever that can be seen after you have done, what you do the best is the fruit. So if they take it, if they steal it, if they say they own the right over your music, they own the right over your gift, they own the right over your best work, do not worry because they cannot steal your gift. They can steal the fruit, but they cannot steal the actual gift. You will produce even more. So you do not have to hold it back no matter where you are because you keep on producing what you do, what, what can be seen or what can be felt is not the actual gift. The actual gift is buried in you. What can be seen, what you can give to other people, how, what you can serve to other people is not the gift, it is the fruit. So you give away the fruit, but you cannot give away the gift because the gift is yours, live in you, lives in you forever. And nobody can touch it, nobody can steal it. It is a seed in you. 
So when people come and take your strategies and take your written ideas and, and mess up with this and mess up with that and, 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 and own and, 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 and use their money to say they own your things and, and, and take your glory and take your praise after worked so hard and they say they have worked so hard and not even recognize you. Do not worry about those things. Those are just the product. Though that is just the fruit. That's why we need to just keep on watering, watering our gift, watering our gift, watering our gift. Produce more and more and more and more. I'll tell you about a man whom finds something and they took it away from him, but they couldn't take his gift. This man had a gift of discovering the world. He did not have a gift of the worlds. He had a gift of discovering the worlds. So we just look at the ground and say, there's a well here, and tell his servant, dig. And immediately after they've dug, they find a well. So this man saw a ground and, and realized because of his gift that there was a well under that ground told his servant, dig here. They, do, they did so, and they found a well. The man in that area, in that region, said to him, this is our well, and they fought with him. He gave it to them and left, went to another place. And because his gift was not the well, but his gift was the discovery of the well, still find another well elsewhere. And they also fought against him for that well again. And he left that place because they could not take his gift. The wells were fruit. They were taking the fruit. Don't you know that you can take all the fruit from the tree, but when next season comes, that tree will bear more fruit. Take them all. When the next season comes, that tree will bear more other fruit again and again and again each and every year. It does not run out because that's not the fruit is not the gift. The fruit is the result of what has been installed in it. So he went for another one and they did not fight with him. So he said, this is the one that has been given to us. So is your gift. It is so much valuable. And it cannot be touched. So do not hold it back. Use it. Exhaust it. Whether or not people that are there, you think they do not deserve it. Whether or not the, the audience is smaller. Whether or not it is the low level clients. Use it to the fullest because in its season it will bear much more fruit. It cannot be touched, it cannot be stolen because it is in you. They can steal the idea, but you may you will have another idea. They can steal the strategy, but you'll have another one. Because there is something in you 
it is something in you. Even if they kill you, you will die with it. That's why they say the most richest place is in the cemetery. Is in the cemetery because a lot of people died with great ideas, with great inventions, because it was installed in you. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Water Your Gift podcast. My name is Sanele Mashaba. Thank you so much and may God bless you. The Bible says that the gifts of God are irrevocable. So nobody can revoke your gift. Nobody can withhold your gift. Nobody can withdraw your gift. It is yours. And if you use it, it shall continue be fruitful. Go there and be fruitful as we water your gift. God bless you.